We are finally going to get, well, some kind of investigation into alleged foreign interference in Canadian elections. That was the subject of a pretty much last-minute press conference the Prime Minister called yesterday afternoon. But this is an issue that has been building and building over the last few weeks. Actually, some of us might say it's been building for years, because certainly the reporting has been there to outline the concerns of what has been happening. So what can we expect from this process and what has the reaction been to this? Well, Sam Cooper is with us, investigative journalist for Global News, who's been covering this for years, has written a book about it too. Sam, good morning. Good morning, Simi. What did you think of that yesterday? Well, um, honestly, my thoughts were pretty close to some of the pundits in Ottawa that that cover this government. And uh, I I saw a well-known columnist say this was a very clever uh, move by the the prime minister and his office to punt the issue. And so... uh, Obviously, uh, other the, the the opposition parties have their own take. The Conservative Party has come out uh, yesterday and and said that this is a cover up and that they point to this is the important issue. They point to the the use of uh, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's tasking the National Security Panel of Parliamentarians. This is the panel that uh, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau implemented in 2017 to look at national security issues. It uh, includes MPs and senators with security clearances to look at these very sensitive documents. And you know, Simi, I have had access to very sensitive documents. Uh, That's also a key issue. This panel uh, came out with a very strong report in 2019 on this very issue, foreign interference. And we can only in the public read their very redacted report, but some of the high level uh, statements we can read say that Canada faces very serious foreign interference threats. They they run the risk of eroding our democracy democracy and even sovereignty, and it must be addressed. So this was... uh, tabled in 2019 and uh really i think it's fair to say not not many if any real actions have been taken since then it took media reporting to expose uh this sensitive information for really uh the prime minister to come out now and say it in investigation so there's a bit of a circle going on here that the criticism is this panel reports exclusively to the prime minister as will the so-called independent special rapporteur that will investigate. So uh, it's a fair question to ask. Uh, no matter what is found, will the public ever know, you know, the, the sensitive information and will the Trudeau government respond to it with very serious actions? Uh, one more thing to add, Simi, yep. it looks like the prime minister has said they will go ahead and, and look uh, very closely at a foreign agent registry. Remember, this is a gap we identified in our exclusive November 22 report that kicked off the reporting on this issue. So I would say that looks like a positive move, but experts say there are three or four big legal reforms that would need to follow that. Yeah, but haven't they been talking about or kind of skating around that foreign agent registry for a long time? They've been skating around it for a very long time, uh, years. Again, uh, bipartisan panel of parliamentarians have been pointing at the need, I believe. Uh, We don't have access to their full reports, but they've been suggesting Canada needs to follow Australia's example. This was back in 2019. No action yet. So you're exactly right. Uh, The the issues have been known. Again, it took uh, media reports exposing sensitive and very, uh, you know, damaging to Canada's reputation details for this government to now leap into some form of action.
Right. Now, he also talked about relying on the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians to possibly go further with this. Well, what do we know about this committee and do they have the ability to do that? That's right. From everything I've uh, understood so far in the prime minister's announcement, uh, he, he was faced with the right questions. Why are you going this route when others, many others, are calling for a public inquiry? So it looks like this uh, panel of parliamentarians or the special investigator will be able to recommend whether a public inquiry is needed. And that brings us back to what some of the pundits in Ottawa are saying. Well, that takes the decision, you know, sort of away from uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and his office, puts it in the hands of others that may look independent, but at the end of the day will report back to the Prime Minister. So politically speaking, uh, the skeptics would say the Prime Minister is punting the issue. He's facing uh, so much heat right now. So many serious questions. This could take off the heat. And Simi, I'll add one thing. I, I know you recognized as well that the RCMP has announced they will be conducting an investigation into the so-called leaks yeah. of sensitive information. And I've been very transparent with, with you and your listeners and everyone. I have read serious and sensitive documents because whistleblowers believe the government was doing essentially nothing after being warned for over five years about serious election interference. Right. And that information is still coming, isn't it, Sam? Like it almost feels like the floodgates have opened a bit. Well, I I would have answered yes uh, a few days ago, but I, I, look, I'm tapped into the intelligence community. Obviously there's a chill that has followed the, the, the question is, do the prime minister and his office uh, want the RCMP to investigate uh, leaks that, that haven't been investigated so far? I think, I can tell you, because I'm very directly connected to this, I think that people that may have been, uh, you know, talking or showing to reporters information will be on the run and hiding now. All right. So what are the next steps here, Sam? What are you going to be looking for? Well, uh, personally, uh, our our team and, and myself still have, I believe, much important information to report on. Uh, I think a, a good story is going back to the, the National Security Panel and, and asking them whether we'll get a, a very clear answer. You recommended the changes that the government's only looking at now years ago. So why should we trust that your recommendations will be followed now or followed quickly enough? Uh, I, you know, the, all, all, all media now can report on what the prime minister has, has, has tasked and has responded, but we continue to investigate uh, information we have and information we're still looking for on, in terms of how broad and deep this alleged threat, in, threat is. And Simi, I know you and your listeners will be interested. My information is, of course, there are candidates at all levels in Vancouver that are said to be part of these uh, interference networks, whether they know it or not. That comes directly from sources involved and investigations right now. So whether they know it or not, that seems, uh, I'd be so intrigued by that. Well, to to quickly give you a tip, we've reported already that in Toronto, some of these 11 candidates targeted in 2019 allegedly knew they were part of China's interference. Some didn't know. How could that be? These are very sophisticated influence operations that, that, uh, you know, people, politicians need to learn more about when a foreign government or a proxy for a foreign government in a community could be, uh, you know, offering some donations that have strings attached. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be reading more, Sam, for sure. Thanks so much for your time.
Thanks, Simi. Sam Cooper, investigative journalist for Global News. And you can read his work, of course, at globalnews.ca. He has extensively covered this story. And despite that press conference yesterday and the announcement, you know, there are still many questions about what is going to happen with this. Does it move it forward? Does it help us get to the bottom of this? And the most important thing is, does it help prevent this from happening in the future? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.